Welcome to Ancient Roots Modern Paths, exploring Orisha and Ifa wisdom. This captivating podcast will take you on a transformative journey where ancient wisdom meets modern practice. I am your host, Ianifa Ekundayo Ekuntonisin. I'm a devoted student of the West African Yoruba spiritual tradition. Join me on a journey that blends ancient wisdom with modern practice. We'll delve into the sacred teachings that have guided generations for millennia. We'll uncover insights and practices to guide and shape your life path. Subscribe now and join our secret community as we unlock and apply the profound wisdom of Orisha and Ifa to everyday living. Hey, Ekabo. Ekabo, welcome back. Glad to have you. I hope you're day is going well. So last podcast, we talked a little bit about the Yoruba cosmology, really kind of a basic overview uh, to, to begin to get you thinking about what is the Yoruba cosmology? What is it comprised of? And again, as I said, it was a, a basic, I'm talking about Olodumari, talking about Olun and Aye. Um, and so today, what I want to delve into a bit is the word we hear so much, which is Orisha, Orisha. And, you know, there's, there's a lot of, I think, um, ways that we can describe Orisha. And I'm going to do my best because the other thing is, is that Orisha can just become, they, they, they just are, Right. But hopefully today I'll be able to um, shed some light on it so that you're able to uh, begin to grasp and or connect with various Orisha. The first thing that I want to explore and to be, be uh, very cognizant of is that we talk a lot about, you know, what Orisha guides your head, what Orisha is your guiding Orisha, you know, what Orisha is, is, you know, I think so-and-so, I think their Orisha is whatever. So the bottom line is, is that we cannot look at someone and know what their Orisha is that guides them, that is their guardian Orisha. We cannot intuit it. I can't read a book about Oshun or Yamoja or Ogun and say, or Shango and say, ah, I am a child of Shango because I have this fiery temper and I can do this and that. Mm -mm, it doesn't work like that because you'll, what I have seen um, is that when you look at someone's personality or characteristics and you think that is like uh, such and such Orisha, you can very much be wrong because, or you should say you can very much be incorrect because it may mean that that person's personality, as you see it presenting yourself, itself, could actually be very out of balance. So, for example, someone who's very fiery and has a huge temper and all of that, it could be that they have just learned behaviors that are actually very much contrary to who they are. And that same personality may need the coolness of Obatala. And so it's important to remember that you cannot decide for yourself as an individual, oh, I think this Orisha is my Orisha. I do know people sometimes have dreams of various uh, entities or what they believe might be Orisha that show up in their dreams. And when you have that, it's important to take that to a Ianifa or a Babalao. Um, and they cast 
dafa, they do divination in order to determine what Orisha has your head. You cannot just do it arbitrarily. And so really it's very important throughout this, your, your journey in this tradition is that big decisions, uh, understanding what Orishas guide you, that is all done through divination. It is not done through someone just saying, oh, I looked into your eyes and I see that Obatala is your, um, is your Orisha. This is not the way it works. So that's just a little aside. So what, what are or who are the Orisha? Well, the first thing to know is that the Orisha are innumerable. You will usually find in Oduifa, it will talk about there being 400 plus one Orisha. That means that there are, there are 400 that we know of, that humans know of, plus one means there can always be another one that we don't know about. So there's 400 plus one Orisha on the right side. And then there's 200 plus one of more Ajaguns, uh, negative energies on the left-hand side, but we'll talk about that at another time. So we have 400 plus one Orisha. So what's their job? Like, what are they here for? Well, they are, as I've said before in my last podcast, they are, um, they are, they are endowed with or imbued with the energies and aspects of nature. So you think about Osain. Osain is the Orisha of plants and plant medicine. And so Osain and Osain priests know uh, have a lot of information. They are basically able to connect their, um, their intuition, their knowing, their sense of, um, their sense of knowing they can connect with plants and essentially speak with those plants, be so connected to the plant that they know how that plant can help solve or cure a particular disease in someone. Okay. So Orisha are elements or aspects of nature or things that are living, right? Plants, trees, water, um, mountains. There's a whole plethora, but they're those elements of nature. And so, okay, that's great. And so what? Well, though the, the core purpose of Orisha, from my understanding, is to help humans to become more self-actualized, to help us. They can, you can say on one level that they help us with our personal development. Because when we select our ori in orum and we come to aye, to earth, you know, when we come through the birth canal, we go through what they call the water of forgetfulness. And so we don't remember necessarily our destiny and what we're here to do. The bottom line is, is that our goal, all humans, all humans, our job is to come and make this world a better place. Now, a lot of stuff happens between our realization and reconnecting with that and, you know, what we actually are doing. But the core work for us as human beings here is to make this place better than what we found it. And so the Orisha support us to develop our character, Iwapele. So Iwapele is cool character or gentle character, or it's just the evolution of our character so that we are living as Omoluabi, which are, um, we're living as humans with, 
you know, basically strong values, a strong positive character, uh, honest and trustworthy. Those are some of the elements or values of Omuluabi. And so it's the Orisha are here to support us. Now you could be saying, okay, Ia, how, how do they help support me? How does Ogun help support me? A few ways. If you are a child of Ogun, if Ogun is your guardian Orisha, depending on the path of Ogun, you may have an Ogun that is a, you know, a, a, a path that is related and, and helps you to invent things, technology. Uh, it may be that you have a refined sense or you need to develop a refined sense of, you know, understanding how to use technologies to be able to make the world a better place through your particular genius. If you have a healing path of Ogun, as I do, then, you know, Ogun also has aspects of the body that that energy is responsible for. And so if one of those aspects of your body is out of order, an Ogun priest would be able to know what uh, incantations, what chants, what uh, what medicine, what ebos, offerings, or sacrifice are necessary to bring you back into balance. Okay, if you um, let's say you're a child of um, Oshun, so Oshun is often seen as this voluptuous, um, you know, female energy Arisha that is all about being sexy and all of this stuff. So y'all need to know that Orisha Oshun, Yeye Oshun, is also a fierce warrior. And there's some fantastic stories about, about, her, uh, about her resolve. And so, but if you are a, let's say you are guided by Oshun, uh, you know, you may need to know which aspect of Oshun but maybe part of your personality is, you know, maybe you're really snarky. Maybe and men and women can be uh, children of Oshun, Omo Oshun. So maybe you're really snarky, you know, like maybe you're like super snarky and what you need to develop is some of the sweetness um, of Oshun. And so, again, in developing that sweetness, what does it allow you to do? It might allow you to be able to have better communications with the people around you because you're consciously cultivating that energy of that Orisha called Oshun to be mindful of being sweet, to be mindful of being cool, to be mindful of being balanced. Okay. So those are hopefully some ideas of, of how, you know, how did the Orisha help me? Sometimes Orisha are here to protect us, right? Maybe we're doing the right things, but we have ajagun, which are negative energies that are around us. Maybe we've made some enemies along the way, and they they you know they are you know agitated, sitting on the corner, frustrated because we just bought a new house, and so they're sending mental their 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 own frustration, their own um, their own feelings of insecurity. They may be sending us thought energy, like, right? So remember, we are, we are, our entire body is nothing more than energetic, energetic vessel vibrating at a certain, uh, at a certain rate. And if I think thoughts, just, have you ever had an experience where you're thinking about somebody really hard and then they call you? That's an example of our thought energy going out into the world. 
which is a whole nother conversation about we really have to be mindful of our thoughts. But let's say somebody's really frustrated with you. You're you're cool, you're balanced. Um, but you know, somebody's over there throwing shade <laughs> through through energy. They're throwing shade at you. So, you know, maybe you have um Oya, Oya Yansa, maybe you have Oya as the Orisha. And she's like, yeah, that's not happening. Maybe Oya is your your guardian Orisha. And she, Oya is all about sudden, sudden change. Oya is about, you know, rapid shifts and changes. And maybe in her protection of you, you know, when someone sends you that, sends you that negative energy, that they then have really dramatic shifts and changes in their lives. And that that energy is the uh, energy of Oya is protecting you, right? Um, or the same way, maybe you're stuck. Maybe you need to leave that job. Maybe you need to, you know, figure out your relationship. And you're a child of Oya, and Oya might suddenly move you out of the way, like in a quickness. Um, and that will happen through cultivating your connection to that energy, cultivating, you know, doing your ebo, doing your sacrifice to that, to that, uh, to that energy, developing your relationship and connection. This is a, one of the most important things is that it is so important to develop our connection and our relationship with the Orisha that we are, you know, that, that govern us and guide us. We can have um, to my knowledge, we can have one head Orisha or one crown Orisha, one Orisha that guides us, but we can have multiple Orishas. We can be initiated to other Orishas that also support, protect, and help us to move forward to be able to find, uh, follow, and fulfill our destinies. So this this tradition is extraordinary. When I say it's extraordinary, like the more I understand, the more I know, the more I grow, the more I am in awe of how powerful, how powerful uh, this this tradition is, and the way I've described it, it is the most profound self development, personal development systems that I have ever encountered, and I've studied a lot. It, it is literally the the ancient African ancestors, the ancient Yoruba ancestors, and others had such an extraordinary understanding of the power of the universe, like extraordinary, and understood that we're not here by accident. We are not here on this planet by accident. We are here very much on purpose and with the intention of developing ourselves to becoming greater and greater um greater and greater human beings so that we can do great things. We can leave the world much better than we found it. So the Orisha are our supporters. They're our champions. They're our protectors. And our job is to understand them, to be able to speak to them, to be able to hear them, to be able to activate them, to activate that energy, whatever that energy is, uh, to be able to honor that energy uh, through homage prayers, through giving sacrifice, through um, being able to sing oring the songs of that particular Orisha or Orishas. It is to know how to take care of the shrines once you are initiated. It is to know uh, how to continue to work on developing your character. This tradition is all about character development, and we do that through Orisha. We do that through Ebo, sacrifice, um, prayer, 
um, rituals, ceremonies. We do it in a multitude of different ways, which again goes back to the genius of the tradition that our African ancestors understood is that as human beings, we have so many distractions that they that that our ancient ancestors began to understand from Olodumare, from Orumila, the magnificence, the magnificent opportunities and multiple opportunities, repetitious opportunities we needed in order to be able to get the lessons to cultivate and grow ourselves, but also to leave this world much, much better than we found it. That is, in my understanding, the purpose and the rationale in this tradition. So I hope you have a better understanding of Orisha. And you might be asking yourself, okay, well, yeah, I'm not initiated to anything. I don't know anything. Listen, walk outside of your door. Go to the ocean, a river, a pond, a stream. Put your feet directly in the mud. Listen to the water. Smell the air. Feel the breeze. Right there, you have touched multiple Orishas. The, the mud or the earth is an, is an Orisha. The water, the sweetness of the water, that's an Orisha. The wind that's caressing you, that's an Orisha. The air you breathe, that's an Orisha. The plants you see, those are Orisha. Mm? And so right now, if you're not initiated, no problem. Go outside. Marvel. Marvel at the flowers that you see. Those are Orisha. Those are spiritual entities there to support and help you, to be able to balance yourself. Imagine when you inhale the scent of a rose, that you're inhaling the scent of, uh, of, of uh, an essence of an Orisha that will help balance you, that may give you peace and pause in that moment, right? If you go and you drink a special tea, know that that's an Orisha. It's two Orishas at least because you have water, which is an Orisha, and you have the tea leaves, which are medicine. So Orisha are all around us, everywhere. It's our job also to notice them, to, to, to just say, thank you. Thank you, beautiful tree. I used to go and touch trees and I could be so connected. I could feel the vibration in that tree. But I would thank that tree for everything that was giving shade. It might be giving fruit. It's giving nutrients. It's giving, uh, it's taking carbon dioxide out of the air and turning it into oxygen so we can continue to have life. Like that is worthy of gratefulness and showing our gratitude as well as taking care of it. So I hope this gives you a, a better understanding of the Arisha. Arisha are all around us. And they're there as we move forward and understand what your heterisha is, and you find that out through divination, what your heterisha is, and then how do I begin to cultivate aspects of that Orisha's story and that Orisha's, uh, what, what that Orisha did while they were here on earth? How do I begin to cultivate that into my personality? What are the lessons that that Orisha had to learn? What are the things that I need to make sure that I avoid or that I move forward to? All of that is found in Oduifa, in the stories about various Orishas and how they navigated the world when they were here on this plane. They could have been here in, in human form and then they became deified ancestors um, and Orisha, or they could have been here as Orum Malay, where they were spiritual beings, walked the earth and then went back to Orum because their jobs were complete here. So hopefully that was helpful. Uh, please, if you enjoyed this, make sure you share it with a friend, invite somebody in, uh, because I think this is an amazing tradition, amazing spiritual tradition, and um, it's accessible for everyone. Odabo. 
Thank you for joining us on the Ancient Roots Modern Paths Exploring Orisha and Ifa Wisdom Podcast. To learn more about this tradition, join our community at www.ifadestiny.com. Join us to explore and grow together on this spiritual journey. Please subscribe, like, share, and invite others to hear and participate in our podcast as we spread the wisdom of Orisha and Ifa across the globe.